This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. As someone who is known for having a more cynical and realist understanding of our political situation, even I was amazed at the naked evil displayed by the American media in the wake of our nation's most recent mass shooting. It would be nice if, as a nation, we were allowed to have an organic moment of human grief over the senseless murder of three children and three adults at a Christian school in Nashville, Tennessee. But the relentless propagandists of the American press refuse to allow even the smallest expression of genuine sorrow before pummeling their audience with the most shameless barrage of ideological gaslighting imaginable. The perpetrator of this heinous act was a 28-year-old female transgenderist, and the top priority of the media immediately became respecting the pronouns of a child murderer. As amazing as it was to watch journalists and pundits correct the pronouns used by law enforcement who were describing the slaughter of children, the descent into madness had only just begun. When any group is targeted for senseless violence, the most common public reaction is to express solidarity with that group. Sympathetic media stories are generally followed by social media campaigns where users post flags or pictures demonstrating their support for the victims. Corporations often feel compelled to hold fundraisers or announce a visibility campaign on behalf of those targeted by the attack. In fact, this reaction is so common that even third-tier celebrities like actor Jesse Smollett will stage fake racial attacks in hopes of garnering attention and public sympathy. But in the wake of the Nashville shooting, regime media didn't run endless pieces exposing violence against Christians, and no Instagram campaign emerged encouraging users to post Christian flags to show their solidarity. Instead, the media decided that conservative Christians had this coming and proceeded to dance on the graves of dead children. While we don't know the explicit motivation of the killer because law enforcement are still withholding the contents of her manifesto, the media didn't hesitate to jump to the obvious conclusion. The press was more than willing to draw the connection between the shooter's trans ideology and the fact that the attack was perpetrated at a Christian school. But instead of decrying this murderous hate that was turned on three nine-year-old children, the media went to work justifying the shooting as an act of righteous vengeance. Headlines immediately linked the shooting to the fact that Tennessee had recently passed a law banning the mutilation and chemical castration of minors. Cable news pundits rushed to inform their audiences that the attack was a predictable reaction to the wave of anti-trans legislation sweeping the country. MSNBC hosted trans activist Charlotte Clymer, who proceeded to lecture Red America about how unchristian it is to oppose radical gender ideology and the victimization of children. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. 
From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Internet political commentator David Pakman mocked the prayers of Christians for being unable to protect their children from a horrific slaughter. Jocelyn Berry, the press secretary for Democratic Arizona Governor Katie Hobbs, posted a photo of a woman wielding two handguns with the text, us when we see transphobes, just after the Nashville shooting. Barry later resigned, but the message was very clear. The murder of children in Tennessee was both predictable and understandable. The left was justifying the attack and encouraging further violence. Unsurprisingly, the media's call for radicalization and public action was quickly answered. Crowds of protesters stormed the state capitals of both Tennessee and Kentucky. This wasn't done in outrage over the deaths of children or the violence carried out by a deeply disturbed transgenderist, but instead in opposition to bills that banned the surgical mutilation of children. Protesters fought with police, and one man wearing what can only be described as a cartoonishly demonic inversion of the helmet and face paint immortalized by the QAnon shaman led chants in the Capitol Rotunda. The progressive media may have spent years calling January 6th a dangerous insurrection that threatened American democracy, but the protesters who violently interrupted a state legislature received no condemnation. It seems very unlikely that the Biden DOJ will be hunting down every attendee of these protests or locking the trans shaman away for years on end. These protesters are leftist foot soldiers acting as unofficial arms of the regime and will therefore face no serious consequences. All right, guys, so there's a new movie coming out that I think you're going to really want to see. I was lucky enough to see a special sneak preview. It's called Nefarious. The best thing is that it's based on a book by the Blaze's very own Steve Dace. And Steve is really passionate about it. He was kind enough to have me come to an advanced screening. I'm sure you've seen the posters or maybe even the trailer, and it all looks great. It's kind of in between a horror movie and a psychological thriller. It's very much in the vein of C.S. Lewis. You know the book, The Screwtape Letters, of course. Steve calls it Interview with a Demon. A psychiatrist is called to a prison and he has to meet with a convicted killer who's about to be executed. The killer claims that he's a demon named Nefarious. And of course, the psychologist, he's an atheist. He doesn't believe any of the supernatural stuff, but he's got to decide, you know, is this guy insane? Is he pretending to be insane? Can he be executed for his heinous crimes? Obviously, I'm not going to give anything away, but let's just say that the psychiatrist is in way over his head. It's a supernatural thriller that's perfect for your friends who love scary movies, but also has a really important message. It's the kind of movie that you'll be thinking about long after you get out of the theater. Nefarious opens nationwide the weekend of April 14th, so make sure to mark the date and get your tickets now at whoisnefarious.com. That's whoisnefarious.com. We still don't properly understand all the factors that drive mass shootings. But one key element is the desire of the perpetrator to attract attention or become famous. In many ways, mass shootings are a media-driven phenomenon, which is why focusing on the details of the shooter instead of the victims only encourages more attacks. The progressive media's prioritization of the shooter's trans identity was already bad enough. 
but they simply couldn't resist the temptation to turn the murderer into a sympathetic celebrity. The Daily Mirror ran a piece romanticizing the killer, lamenting a lost future as a possible children's illustrator, and described her artwork as whimsical. After being pilloried on Twitter several times, the Mirror eventually deleted the piece, but the fact that it was ever published in the first place speaks volumes. The White House entered the fray by celebrating the Trans Day of Visibility, with Joe Biden insisting that transgenderists shape our nation's soul. Regime press apparatchik Karine Jean-Pierre described the transgenderist community as under attack, just a day after one of its members sprayed bullets into the bodies of elementary school children. Not to be outdone, the sad and attention-starved ghoul known as Madonna sprang into action, announcing a show in Nashville to raise money for the LGBTQ community. Once again, the message was unmistakable. If you kill Christian children, we will shower your preferred group with money and attention. Celebrities usually raise money and awareness for those communities victimized by mass shootings, but if those victims happen to be Christian, they'll instead mock them by rallying around the identity of their killer. The unfortunate truth in America today is that accountability is driven by media attention. Our nation's collective consciousness is conditioned and directed by what flashes on their phones and television screens. The media can dictate when a crime is the responsibility of an entire community and which community happens to be at fault. Christians have been aware that the media hated them for a very long time, but most didn't realize that the vile resentment had reached the level of justifying the murder of children. Activists, pundits, and journalists are happy to spit in the faces of grieving parents if it means advancing their agenda. They do so gleefully with the righteous assurance of those who believe that they have a divine mandate. The press will never be shamed out of their behavior because it grants them fame and power. It also provides the moral cover of a religious crusade that can justify any action. The only way the progressive propagandists will stop is if they are replaced or made irrelevant by alternative institutions capable of generating a more compelling cultural consensus. Until then, our nation will only become more deeply divided as our ruling elite play the very dangerous game of justifying and rewarding violence against those that oppose their agenda. Thanks for watching, guys. If you enjoyed this video, go ahead and click like, and if you haven't subscribed yet, now is a great time to do so. If you'd like to get these broadcasts as podcasts, make sure you subscribe to The Oren McIntyre Show on your favorite podcast platform, and when you do, make sure to leave that rating or review. It really helps with all the algorithm stuff. If you'd like to go ahead and follow me on Twitter or Gab, if you'd like to watch these videos on alt-tech platforms like Rumble or Odyssey, or if you want to read the stuff on my Substack, make sure to follow the links in the description down below. And of course, all of my columns appear over at the Blaze website, and you can watch all of these episodes on Blaze TV. Thanks for watching, guys, and as always, I'll talk to you next time.